finally did it, Joe. You're gonna be the next president of these nuts. Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort so question as if you wore shack. Horsemen, force men, and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it homes, it's that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blinders on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and lash to nonsense cause your mind is gone. I can't save every person in politics and it's bringing the worst out the very earth. And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed, but I can't sit back and lurk. I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose. Underground episode 44. I'm joined once again by the great Joseph Nation. Emphasis on the. <sighs> I need like a. I need like a cheering crowd. Well, I. I feel like we'd be taking that from. Uh, no, just use Friday the, night woo. tights. Yeah. Woo. Oh, I don't have any of that pulled up right now. Give me a second. Well, Joseph, how are you? And then also shill for us while I get uh, this last bit of prep. <laughs> yes, I am tired. It's been a long day, a long weekend. Even yeah. though we had the. Uh, daylight savings time and roll back an hour i was watching fights the fights ended uh fine they uh not super not too late but i obviously stayed up until i just couldn't go to sleep i ended up going to sleep till like 2 30 or 3 which is extremely late for me because i typically go to sleep between 9 p.m between 8 30 and 10 at the extreme late uh latest but anyway so I also have to give a presentation for my work tomorrow and that Fun. to everyone in our company. So essentially, <laughs> um, so that is going to be a blast. Uh, but other than that, if you've been listening to us so far, we just want to say thank you. We appreciate you. And if you uh, like us and you are getting some value from us. We implement a value for value system with our show. So what that means is, is that if you want to give back to us for what we're giving to you, you can donate in the form of your time, your talent and your treasure. Uh, just go to our show notes, click our direct.me link. Um, and you'll have access to donate to us, uh, in our PayPal donation link. And then you can also give, your time and your talent. If you want to do some audio editing for us or some video editing, if you want to send us news articles or videos, if you want to uh, do any artwork for us, all of that would be very helpful. We would appreciate it uh, just for the value that we're giving you. Yeah. Also the two best things that you can do uh, if you do like our podcast and you say, you know what? I don't have a ton of time. I don't have a ton of talent and I don't have a ton of treasure. Well, the best thing that you can do, even if you do have a ton of all those things, is to share our podcast on social media. That just helps our reach so much, and it means so much to us. Uh, and then the next best thing you can do is download the episode. It just helps us to gauge at how many people are listening to our episodes. Uh, so I don't think I'm forgetting everything, but we appreciate you guys. Follow us on social media, our direct.me link has my Instagram account and David's Instagram account, uh, both of our Twitter accounts. You can also reach us by uh, email, subscribe to us on YouTube and Odyssey, uh, and, you know, like our videos, click the notification bells. And just, you know, if you want to email us or comment on any of our videos, uh, that interaction um, not only helps with reach as well, but we really appreciate it because we're not right. We aren't right about everything and we appreciate being corrected and having constructive dialogue. So. Absolutely. 
Yeah, good job. Um, mm. I guess we're just going to jump. I was born for it. <laughs> uh, hopefully, the uh, the stuff's working on your end, uh, I guess. Woo! You can hear Woo! that, right? Woo! Woo! There we go. Okay. So if you can hear that, then I think everything's good. The screen share yeah. should be working. I keep getting – Skype is so weird sometimes. This is what happens when you do everything this way. It's like mm -hmm. stuff is like constantly going wrong or like I'm like – Joseph's like talking about something. I'm looking at the screen and it's there's an error code somewhere. I'm like, I, okay, I'm like trying to pay attention to you. It's just right. behind the scenes of how some of this stuff works. Anyway, so, um, man, how the uh, the bar has been lowered with journalism over the last. I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, it's been lowered over the last 10 years, but right. it's insane to me how low it's gotten over. Uh, that's not what I wanted. Uh, over just the last the last uh, like two years, right? Ever Dude. since since all the row uh, like Rona stuff started, um, it was almost beneficial to have Trump in office because the media actually you know tried to ask questions and, yeah. and investigate and stuff. But that's because they were so concerned with Terry, you know, bringing yeah. him down. They're like, no, 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 the corporate you're not part of the corporate media strategy. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, and unless they, unless it really is about that for them, and and we'll see later on when we get to like the Aaron Rodgers stuff, um, unless you are in line with the corporate press, uh, it, it, if you're not in line with the corporate press, it's the only time it seems like they're actually attempting to do their job, even though it's still not their job because they're going so hard after people. Mm -hmm. um, but I, this was a clip that you sent me that I th I thought would be pretty good. Uh, I agree. It, yeah. it is great. Oh, shoot. You know what's it's, really... Uh, I messed this uh, up. The Ducey, Peter Ducey, yeah. um, asking, that, is this the new press secretary now? Uh, uh, she is... No. Oh, man. But she will be the new press We're, secretary yeah. once Jen Psaki takes, uh, resigns at the end of the year. Yeah, rumor is, is that um, she's going to be uh, the one doing all that. Uh, They're consistent in their picks as far as having great speakers. I will say that. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna play this clip. Is there any kind of discussion about giving people who are coming here the right way money? Why would I, why would we be giving people who are coming here the white right way money? Why are you giving people who came here the wrong I, way? I mean. Da, 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 da. <laughs> It's the one and only Double G. <laughs> uh, so the the if you're slightly confused, the um there's like a rumor. It's kind of a rumor. I've looked into this like a little bit, and then like No Agenda has talked about this. Uh, there's I'm just gonna call it a rumor for now because there doesn't yeah. seem to be a definitive answer on this, and everyone's skirting around the question, and the Republicans are running with this as if it's like 100% absolute fact. And you're talking about Biden pooping in his pants and farting. Yes, right? absolutely. Um, no, what we're talking about is that there's, I guess, a rumor going around. Even though, again, if if you're right wing or Republican or whatever, everyone will swear by it, um, right? Because if it, you know, it fits into their their bias um, mm -hmm. and something that they can like smash the other side about. Is that there was a rumor that uh, that they were going to give Ill illegal immigrants. $450,000 mm -hmm. to like cut to be here or whatever. And it's like, okay, what does that mean? What does that look like? 
can anyone give me any sort of like understanding of it? And then I, re I read something a couple days ago that said that the number was actually just $450, but then that also got rejected. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't, it's about and as then Biden came out and said, said that the $450,000 uh, is a lie. Yeah. And then he came out after that saying something to the extent of, no, we are going to give him money. Then I read run. Then I read one report that they're actually looking for 50 to a hundred thousand dollars. I kind of thought the reason why this was released is that so that a, as a distraction for, I don't know, either us or the Republicans or whoever. Um, and then to also be able to come back and say, well, we won't do 450,000, but maybe they'll do 50,000 or 40,000 or whatever. Right just to get a lower number to help out uh, or to give to the the migrants. And it just, uh, I say migrants, I'm sorry. I mean the immigrant, the illegal immigrants. Yeah. So, um, but that's a, the background to that, to that story. So yeah, I can't, I haven't been able to confirm it either. And I do think that was a great question though by Peter. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to see a journalist actually doing their job by doing it's a, like the a follow only one up. there that I know of that does. Yeah, it's one of those things where you go, "What a follow up question!" Don't you understand? We're Democrats. That's not science. Yeah, that's like, not health, and that's not science. <laughs> How dare you question them? Like it's it's so. And she, this is the thing I've always noticed. Um, and I, and I'm sure if I went back and look at Kay, at um Kaylee McEnany. Um, there mm -hmm. were probably moments where she did this too, where, and of course in her case, like sometimes they were asking really dumb questions. Um, it, it's mm -hmm. not, it's not to, to play favorites or anything, but it's like, man, they, they definitely were uh, being much more belligerent. Right. Um, mm -hmm. but the, this, towards her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh this yeah. No, Biden, they're just like, Hey, what, the, what flavor ice cream did Biden uh -huh. have today? But it's, it's interesting because every time they seem to get an, asked any kind of like difficult, I quote unquote, right. Difficult question. It's always like, they, they have this look on their face, like, uh, excuse so me. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> How would, dare how, you question yeah, me with a good question? Why 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 would we give money you to people coming here legally? You in the back. You instead. Uh uh did Biden eat a burger today? <laughs> yes, he did. His favorite cheese is American. <laughs> um anyway, uh in in news across the pond, uh there's something a little interesting going on, and I'm not gonna play all of this but it is kind of interesting who they had as their um their speaker for this i found this like an hour ago because <laughs> i was like oh i need to find an actual clip of, of this going on um but this is one of the new potential things that's going to be happening in the uk nice that internet trolling oh, it seems that internet trolling in the uk is becoming an increasingly risky pastime the anti-trolling law is seeing three people a day convicted for online bullying. For those that get a jail sentence, on average they spend a little over two months behind bars, but the government announced plans to increase the sentence to two years. But uh, what exactly falls into the whole realm of internet trolling? Well, it varies from the outright nasty to the simply poking fun. Take, for example, the British Prime Minister, who tweeted a picture of himself looking very serious while uh, talking to Barack Obama about Ukraine. Uh, the reaction, 
Well, thick and fast, celebrities joined in with uh, the trolling, uh, posting their own parodies of the situation. And if we look at the text of the law, you can be found guilty by sending messages for, quote, the purpose of causing annoyance, inconvenience, or needless anxiety. But political analyst Richard Spencer told us the government... Okay, I'm stopping there. Did you hear Dude. who their political analyst was? No, I didn't. Hang on, let me, play, have... let me play this one more time. Because just, okay. just listen to who their political analyst is. Because I had to do a double take and then look this up to make sure that it was correct. But political analyst Richard Spencer told us the government can use the... <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, would you like to to explain to anyone who doesn't know who Richard Spencer is why that's so funny? <laughs> he's part of the KKK. He's, he's like, a racist, right supremacist, literally. He's literally like a like a yeah, a white supremacist. <laughs> yes. And here's oh, the thing: man. RT, where this report is from, they're funded by the Russian government. And so there's like part of me that's like, are they trolling? I uh, know it has to be another Richard Spencer. No, it is. It is the Richard Spencer. Oh, it is. It is the Richard oh, Spencer. No. I, I double checked. I double checked because they had him on. <laughs> oh. And then I went and looked up pictures and I was like matching them to be like, is this the guy? And then I was like, why would anyone actually be using him? So I wanted to read um, just a couple of things on this. So, yeah. And then I'll tell you what. Our new plan of action needs to be in response to this. Our, our we're going to have a plan yeah. of action. On we are. I'll tell you after you okay. make your points. Okay. Sorry, I'm fixing your stuff. No, you're uh, fine. I don't need to adjust my camera at all. Uh, no, you're good. Oop! Don't adjust your camera. Or you're gonna mess me up. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um. Okay. So so so, the UK. And I'm pretty sure they're not the only place that's planning on doing this. Mm -hmm. um, they're currently trying to uh, bring a law to... Oh, so it's so technically it's already law because I don't know if you mm -hmm. remember Count Dankula. Yes. Okay, so he got in trouble. I know. For that. That was, man, I mean, that had to have been four <laughs> years ago. Uh, I mean, he's kind of a legend at this point. Like... Dude. Um, we won't talk too much about that, but you go, just go look up count, count Dankula controversy from like, I think it was like 2016, 2017, somewhere in there. Yes. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. He, you know, he's, he was a jokester and he, he just pissed some people off. It's the same garbage that's, that's going on now. I mean, the dude's like a family man and he just, he's, he's a little edgy. That's it. Yeah. And um, he's, he's the way that he deals with the polarization of politics is by making fun of everyone. Yeah. And it's that's He's a, in my He's a, mind, troll. a healthy, yeah, a healthy yeah. thing to do. It, yeah, obviously there are certain lines that maybe shouldn't cross or whatnot, but I mean that's the whole point of free speech and everything like that. And it's just you know, right? Which they don't have. If no, no, of course not. No, not in Europe. No. Um, okay, so it says improper use of public electronic communications network. Right. So they're essentially telling you how you can and cannot use the internet. Um, yep. a, a person is guilty of an offense if, for the purpose of causing annoyance, right, inconvenience, or needless anxiety to another, sends by means of public electronic communication network a message that he knows to be false, causes such a message to be sent, or persistently makes use of public electronic communications network. So essentially, if you 
uh, annoy, inconvenience, or cause needless anxiety to another, you potentially could face two years in prison in the UK for doing for essentially trolling on the internet. Yep. I uh, just kind of thought that was interesting. Um, that is interesting. So now what we do is we take that, plaster that, and Nazi uh, symbols and tag the UK government in it and do <laughs> Boris Johnson and all the people of parliament and do a bunch of memes making fun of them. That way we can't ever visit UK because our prison <laughs> sentence would be like a thousand years. <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's even, our plan of action. Dude, even, Respond in a healthy, wise, mature, and Christian way. Even some of the like uh, sound bites that we have, like these nuts. Like, there's, you know what I mean? Like, just doing stuff like that. If we caused anxiety to someone, they, they could arrest us. Uh, I know. I do that every day. People cause me anxiety every day. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I mean, everybody this is, would be in jail. This is absurd. I mean, because you've got a really good point is that someone could just be like, someone could say hello to you on social media or whatever, and you could say it falls underneath this. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And just like muck up the system really bad. So maybe that's the point. Who knows what's really going on yeah. with all of that? There's a plan behind it. You know, got to put the, uh, make sure they're getting the criminals, man, because, you know, yeah. Um, Gotta have someone to feed the system. So, here's another segment for us this week. Um, we're going <laughs> to... My favorite. Yeah. Uh, we got a, a couple of, like race-baiting topics to, to talk about. And, you know, first on the list, who actually I don't think we've ever really talked about him that much on the show, mm -hmm. um, is uh, good old Colin Kaepernick. Um, he made a movie... Documentary. He made a thing. A movie documentary with a camera. A movinery. Um, and so I'm gonna play this clip from it. This is a scene where he's uh comparing uh being a football player to slavery. So we're gonna play this, and then we'll we'll take a couple of minutes to just break this down uh, before we're moving on to the next race baiting story let's uh, do it all righty oh it would probably be helpful if i remember to unmute things just a little bit yeah at least colin kaepernick they don't that. want you to understand is what's being established is a power dynamic before they put you on the field teams poke Examine you, searching for any defect that might affect your performance. No boundary respected. No dignity left intact. I actually watched a good portion of this. I mean, that's most of it. I thought I thought it was I thought it said across the uh, closed captionings that the subtitles that it said Favre speaking like Favre and oh, then like Favre. dot dot and then you know came the thing yeah. and like Brett Favre I was like oh <laughs> he's just okay. So for those of you that weren't a hundred percent sure what that what they were getting at. Um, it's this imagery of football players 
being like weighed in and like looked it's at. A, it's an image. So what he's speaking, uh, what I'm thinking that he's speaking about is when you go from college to pro, you go to typically the NFL combine. Some people do right. their own pro day and they do various metrics such as the 40 yard dash, the um, vertical jump, the oh uh, cone shuffle just a bunch of different exercises and drills and stuff like that to test your speed hand eye quarter all kinds of things that not even i don't know and then right. they do various uh, cognitive tests they do various you know in interrogations for lack of a better word uh, just a whole bunch of different things to test you now uh to see you know kind of to give you your rank to where if you're going to be you drafted in the first round or in the seventh round, first round obviously being the best, seventh round being the worst. Okay. Um, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Because he's comparing these two things, so mm -hmm. we should dig into it just a little bit. Yeah, dude, we should. What is the minimum amount of money a year if you make an NFL team, and you probably have a better idea of this than I do. Like, mm -hmm. I know a number based on some stuff that I heard, but I'm just curious mm -hmm. from you. I think the veterans minimum is like a couple of million, I want to okay, say. Okay, okay, okay. Let's not even talk about that. Let's talk, like, straight out of college or high school, whatever the case may be. Let, let's, let's do worst case scenario. Let's not even say that. Let's say... Uh, you don't even get drafted. You go in as an undrafted free agent to an NFL team. What's the lowest amount? And I th think the lowest amount you make is $500,000. Okay. That was, that's about close. I heard a little bit lower than that, but that's, that's fine. Yeah. Um, how much money when you were drafted to be a slave, did you make every year? Uh, I believe negative 500,000. All right. Awesome. We're moving on. Um, no, but for real, like this yeah. is, this is, this would be an interesting like deep dive to really go back to, and I know people have kind of done this where they've tried to look at, take an honest look at Kaepernick and where he came from and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the reason that he kneel. I mean, like, it's not even about like at this point, it's not even about him kneeling no matter where people no. fall on that whole thing. Right. Um, the dude, it. First of all, and someone I think pointed this out recently when they saw this clip, he has a contract with Nike still, I believe, because he was doing a lot of commercials for them. Um, Joseph, who makes Nike shoes? Slaves. Mm, yeah, specifically <laughs> child slaves. Child slaves. Um, yes. Pretty. So. It's it's pretty well recorded that that's the case. Um, yep. And so we got this guy over here going like, oh, like trying to compare being a top level athlete, getting paid. Potentially minimum half a million dollars a year, right? If, well, you're, if you're, you're the you're worst the, of the best. You're, you're missing the more important point is that he has a choice. He had a choice on whether or not he wanted to go to the NFL or not. Right. You're, no, one was, no one forced him. Yeah. And no one, he has a choice <laughs> to when he gets his contract and signs it to retire, yep. to resign. There yep. may be a, like a portion of his signing bonus or part of the contract that he may have to give back depending on when and what the time frame is on his retirement uh if that was to happen but i mean and furthermore it's not like uh maybe you could say there would be a correlation if there if it was only black people that were subjected to this right uh, yeah that's another great point but it doesn't matter who you are race orientation ethnicity yeah. you know 
gender probably eventually um <laughs> it, you're a top uh, level athlete you go through the same process yeah you're you you're not even in you're not even like you're not disabled right mm-hmm. you're ma- you're making tons of money no matter what Right, like you're the worst person in the NFL, and you're making let's let's even say it's like four hundred thousand dollars a year, right? Yeah. You sit on the bench all the time. You hardly get play time, if any, and you're making that much money, right? And obviously, mm-hmm. as an athlete, like you would want to be doing that thing. I understand that. It's not the argument we're making here, right? Right. It's that he would make that kind of comparison, and to your point someone voluntarily going to a place where they're going to measure you see how good you are rank Mm -hmm. you and then teams bid right like that's what all the draft is all about and and people get certain choices um that's about as much as i know uh but that's that's still the point is like he's he's making this false comparison and it's probably one of the most blatant false comparisons i think i've seen in a long time Oh yeah, and to be so serious about it, and he's got like the whole black, like he's going for this. I, it, in my mind, he's got this like trying to have allude to this like MLK or Malcolm X. I'm a, I'm a, ju- like a, an advocate for like uh, fairness and justice, and mm-hmm. um, I, I'm on that level, right? And he just kind of comes off looking like a clown. Yeah, a very well of clown. someone like at this point who is a grifter oh 100 percent. you know he's making millions of dollars so, off of nike and he's and he's out here trying to compare the nfl who uses child slavery yeah the nfl to uh, uh american slavery in particular you know one thing he could come out on a stand on is how the vaccine mandates disproportionately affect people of color yeah he never do that though he lose all of his money you know you know that's how it be this day and age. Anyway, uh, let's move on to this next uh, race baiting story. Do you want to set this one up before I play this? Because so, it's basically a super cut. And you were following. If you haven't heard, there was an election last Tuesday. Where? In old Virginia. And not just Virginia, but primarily. This is that. Where, it was yeah. in Virginia and New Jersey and then in. Uh, some other elections too. Those two primary ones got all the got all the news. Which good job libertarians for getting 100 plus seats in Pennsylvania and oh, smaller dude. elections. Yeah, Let's just throw that out there. But anyway, so uh, uh, dumb dumb Democrats ran on the platform <laughs> of uh, telling people what they can and can do or what they can or cannot do to their bodies. Democrats really love the jab uh, uh, things in the people. Um, and (laughs) my God, I mean, (laughs) pun intended, possibly, (laughs) uh, um, and so, uh, so anyway, you know, they, the the Terry McClough, how do you say his last name? Something, I I don't know. You were sending me stuff early on and they didn't have like an R or D next to their name. And I'm like, I don't, I would have to be like. Who the is running? Yeah, the Democratic <laughs> candidate was Terry yeah. McClough or something like that. Can't remember his last name. And then the uh, uh, Republican candidate was uh, Youngkin. And so Democrat candidate ran on uh, CRT, critical race theory, teaching that in school, and uh, being able to tell parents you don't have any say in what uh, the state teaches your child. 
um, none at all. Only the state does. And then also ran on the platform of, uh, the Holy Pope mandates. Um, and so his competitor, uh, the Republican Yunkin, he ran on the opposite platform. Hey, you know, it's your choice to, if you want to get the vax, if you want to get the Holy Poke, um, and you know, it should be school choice and all that stuff. And he wiped the floor with him specifically, um, Hispanics came out in large number for Yunkin. And one of the things I thought about this week, David, I don't know if you thought about this. I can't remember the last time any Republican won for education primarily. That was question. a primary reason why he won. That's what carried him, in, in, in my opinion. Yeah. I can't remember the last time a Republican won on the foundation of education. And, you know, it just goes to show, like, Virginia is a a trend potentially of what's to come because this is the first time a GOP candidate has won the governorship since 2009. Uh, he won over a large portion of independence. He brought out, uh, Trump's basis. This, this is the other key thing. Um, uh, Trump's base really turned out a lot in this election, mm -hmm. uh, more so, uh, than they typically do. And not just that, he also got, huge inlays from, you know, uh, Democrats as well. And so, uh, I think the Republicans are going to be stupid enough to think, Hey, we won because of how great our campaigning is and how great our principles are no. and, and, and everything like that. And that's not at all why they won. They won because of how dumb and stupid the Democrats are. Yeah. They, I mean, to, to stand in front of, uh, a like, a live audience at a debate and then also it being live streamed and sent all over the internet and go no parents shouldn't have a choice in what their children learn that that's that should be the government wait and then the next day double down on it yeah that's that's why listen that's why he won republicans republicans if they were smart um and let's just say uh govern like people in politics generally yeah. in that camp not necessarily your normal people Right. Um, would understand that that right. they didn't. We're talking about the politicians, right? And they then didn't the win RNC and everything. Yeah, they didn't win based on some sort of like moral superiority or some sort of like better campaign or yes. whatever the case may be. They won because people are pissed about mandates. They're pissed about lockdowns and they're pissed about what public schools are doing to their children. Yep, that's it. And white suburban's moms, man. Apparently, those don't mess came with out. them. Man. They don't don't mess uh -uh. with them. Hell hath no fury. No. <laughs> So, speaking of doubling down, um, let me play this clip of the absolute, like, madness <laughs> from the corporate press <laughs> that came out after this. Oh, my god! You'd love gosh. to see it. Yeah. Don't forget to unmute it. Uh, thank you. Nope. You bet. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> what happened? It's, I made it really big, and I don't know how to. Hang on. I'm sorry, everybody. It's, no, you're fine. It's It's been a long day, everyone. All right. And then this Here also, this is, here's the other thing before you play this. Yes. Well, this is why this matters is that so Republicans swept in every position in the state. Uh, the lieutenant governor. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Is also a, uh, a black woman, and she won, completely yes. destroyed the other candidate. Uh, and the corporate press identifies her as a white supremacist, as she's, clearly she's, she is. She's a migrant. From Jamaica. From Jamaica. She was also in the Served Marines. Served in the Marines. So it's like, 
<laughs> and and again, this should all add on to people going, why are they doing this to these people? Like, why are they still bringing oh, out the race card? No, I wish I would have gotten the clip. It would have been so great to play of Hillary Clinton's, what was it? One of someone high up in her campaign back in the day or and and Bill Clinton's campaign as well. Uh just absolutely destroying the woke mob and that's why the democrats are suffering because some republican won in seattle um wow. and i didn't even realize that but a republican won in freaking seattle which is absolutely crazy all right well um <laughs> let me put, in let me, new jersey hang on in new jersey the republican governor almost won in new york in long island two republicans swept for da in another position so that kind of shows you that the backlash democrats are facing right now yeah people are people are like people don't want to be controlled Americans nope. in particular do not want to be controlled. Um, so let me play this. Glenn Youngkin played the race card for a reason because he knows it works on certain white voters. He did stoke white grievance politics to mobilize a Republican base. He's laundered Trump's really sort of disgusting, flagrant outracism. Yeah. He's wrapped it in education. Yeah. Education, right. which is code for White parents don't like the idea of teaching right. about race. That's the fundamental problem for these parents and this anti-CRT movement. They don't like the way whiteness is being portrayed in these new, more inclusive lessons. Yeah. This wasn't about those pocketbook issues. This was about how white kids feel talking about what black kids go through. The subtext of all this was we can't let these black and brown people run the country. Glenn Youngkin running on critical race theory that he knew hit a chord around race. I think all the CRT stuff is trumped up dog whistling. Some of it was uh, dog whistle racism. The dog whistle messaging that you saw Yunkin engage in during the course of the campaign. Well, CRT is in the, the latest line of uh, school busing, cross-town busing, um, Welfare Queens, you have it. It's in that same it's in that same line. And you saw it in the in the results in Virginia. This more palatable Republican who still uses the same racist themes that Trump did, he just packaged them in a soccer dad sweater vest model. He's found a way to launder a pretty racist trope, this idea that we cannot talk about America's history because it hurts my feelings. He's turned that into a campaign. White voters do have anxiety mm -hmm. about a changing America, right? That it is blacker, <laughs> it is browner. You've got the Republicans what? yelling like, hey, look, the black and brown folks are coming for us. Some Republican Dude, candidates are perfectly Dude, willing to use the race and brown folks as are a motivating for factor <laughs> for their base. That has gone on for decades and it happened this year. Race is just the most palpable tool in the toolkit used to be of the Democratic Party back right. in the day when well, they were Dixiecrats, and now of the Republican Party. This is it's about projection. the fact that a good chunk of voters out there are okay with white supremacy. Let's All right, that's a good place to stop it. David, as you and I both know, white supremacists that we've read about throughout history and Richard Spencer himself, they love to vote for people of color. Oh, yeah, especially people, people of color who know how to use firearms. It's, yeah. it's definitely in the white supremacist playbook to have those people yeah. uh, in positions of authority, potentially. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, dude, so I, was, wait, I wanted to tell you to play the, the, the dog. I, I got it. I was like, dog whistle. Yeah. Dog whistle in, of, in and of itself is a dog whistle. Yes. So, it's so for ridiculous. those who don't understand, will you tell them what uh, dog whistle means? Um, in a very simplistic term, it's. It's a word or phrase that is used to incite a specific reaction from a group of people. So yep. a dog whistle, when you blow it, 
gets a reaction from dogs in the same way where if you if you say something like uh anti CRT or you say white supremacist or you say it's um, like a code tiki word. Tiki torches now, or like yeah, there's any. Yeah. It's almost like any word. Cargo pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. There's um, anything that you say can almost be taken at this point to be some sort of thing, and it happens all the time. Like um, socialism or com, like socialism or communism is a dog whistle for the right uh, because it yeah. gets a certain reaction from a certain group of people. That's that's really all that it is. It can um, also be code to to where what they're well, saying yeah, is because you can't in the media say uh, these words. If I say uh, peanut butter, uh, grape jelly then everyone automatically that is in the in crowd or, you know, knows the code. Perfect example, actually. The cheese OK pizza. symbol. Oh, yeah, that's that's one. Also, cheese pizza. Yeah, cheese pizza is one um, unrelated to white supremacy. Right. But well, yeah. Something white, white supremacists also do. Yeah, um, it's, it's fine. I'm sure there's – I don't think there's any, any issue that with real white supremacists, anyone would have a problem just blaming them for cheese pizza. For that. Yeah, no. Um, so anyway, the, this in and of itself is a dog whistle and the corporate press is mad and sent out, you know, the agenda message for the following day uh, for that following night, evening and day to, Hey, get it out. Call everybody racist. Cause mm-hmm. again, uh, it were, you know, what they did is they said, Hey, what did we do that led to Trump getting elected? And the establishment Republicans and Democrats got together and said, let's do that exact same thing. After he gets out of office, <laughs> yeah, they have. No, it's the same playbook, man. They they've got nothing, and people are seeing through it. And it's it's this, it's the dying gasps of the corporate press. Yep. Because it's like we were talking about last week, and why we're starting to call them corporate press or corporate media mm-hmm. or whatever, and not mainstream because they're not mainstream anymore. Nope. Um, I heard this week that Joe Rogan, so the highest rated show on CNN doesn't even hit mm-hmm. uh a million viewers yeah is it a hundred thousand yeah i think i think you're right i think it is yeah i think it is a hundred thousand um it doesn't even hit a hundred thousand and joe rogan's getting seven million views a interview um and he it's not like he's just interviewing comedians and fighters like he's Mm -hmm. got scientists and professors and incredibly smart people on his shows all the time um and it's because he's mainstream now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mainstream has moved away from cable. It's moved away from uh, all of this corporate press nonsense because people, in general, they're tired of the dog whistles. They're tired of the fear mongering, the fear porn of having um, the death counters up on the screens mm-hmm. for all of last year. Um, I've seen some of that on like. TikTok. And then when Joe Biden gets elected, it goes away. Yeah. Oh yeah. The and I've seen outright lying of the press. Mm-hmm. The outright bias of the press. So, I, I, again, we're just here. It's like we're just pointing this out. We're just letting you guys yeah. listen to this stuff. We've got our opinions about it, and we're. I, all I want to do is be like, hey, look, do you see? And that the, all of those clips were from CNN, MSNBC, like that part of the corporate press. Mm-hmm. And they just they run the same lines, and it's so funny. And we'll get into it with the Aaron Rodgers thing, but it's always interesting to see that they never have uh, well thought out people come on to the shows to defend them. No. It's always kind of just like your typical, like, Republican pundit who is just there to get beat up on because... Republican. Yeah. (laughs) Right. No, no, definitely Republican. You could say... Sometimes. Conservative or whatever, but no. 
they think that it's the same way it's like there are people who consider themselves libertarians yeah. um and it's like and they're not or like yeah when that one time that ben shapiro's like i'm a libertarian i'm like no you're not dude get out of here uh all right so uh we're moving on to this next thing this also has to do with school choice and i just wanted to play this because we've been talking about this uh for a couple weeks and i thought this was a it's there's a bit of a story in here and it's a good case for school choice and -hmm. that's really the only reason that i i brought this up uh i i just thought this was a well spoken um argument for school choice let's do it let me make sure this is in frame (laughs) Hey everyone, I want to post a video real quick for everybody I interact with online who is uh, dealing with things like, you know, school choice or homeschooling involved in those debates. Um, Sometimes, you know, the school choice folks, uh, uh, we get dismissed as like elitist who want to send our elitist kids to elitist prep schools. Um, Here's a story that I think is, is is a lot more illustrative of, you know, what school choice is really about for a lot of us. Um... And uh, I'll, I will leave a ton of links down below so you can kind of gather the facts and share them since this video has to be uh, short and I, and I cannot share all the details just because of time. The short version is this. Um, a uh, Pennsylvania State uh, wrestler in high school a couple years ago um, was in a public school. Uh, he felt that racism, uh, some racist incidents had happened to him at the school. He reported it to teachers and his coach. They sort of dismissed it, said it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, Him and his parents decided that it was a big deal. He didn't feel comfortable at school. So they decided to leave that school and go to a private school. Um, With him, some of his classmates and some of his teammates um, who were white also said, you know, we support him. We are going to move from this public school into this private school. Um, Because of that, there's been an investigation for a little bit. uh, And this private school has just been found guilty of improperly uh, recruiting students into the school. You're not allowed to uh, actively recruit students out of public schools into private schools for athletic reasons and the rest of it. Um, so their wrestling team has been uh, suspended for a couple seasons. Uh, they, they can't participate in postseason stuff. Their coach has been suspended. Uh, there's all these, you know, things that are going to, you know, the wrestling team is just kind of in shambles for the next couple of years. Um, now, there are rules about recruiting. I acknowledge those rules. I think those rules are illegitimate, and I think a, a parent should be able to move a kid into any school for whatever damn reason they please. Um, but here's the thing on school choice. Like if a student feels that, you know, they are uncomfortable at a school because of, uh, you know, incidents of racism, if they feel that they are uncomfortable at school because of bullying, if they feel that they're uncomfortable at school for any reason, I, I don't know why it's a problem for parents to move that kid from a public school, uh, into another public school or move that kid from a public school into a private school where that kid feels more comfortable. Kids should feel comfortable. Parents should be able to teach their kids, uh, and send their kids to whatever school they want. Mm. Yeah. Preach. I'm I, that speaks for itself. Yeah, there's nothing else to really say. I mean, we've talked about this in past episodes and it'll probably get brought up again at some point, but yeah, that end of discussion as far as I'm concerned like yeah, you should be able to put your kid wherever you want. Exactly. Um All right. Well, uh let's move on to another do incident, you, huh? Do you let's skip that i don't uh, just for the sake of time yeah just for the sake of time i'm just gonna um it's just a dumb clip of that uh yeah people be both people on both sides uh being dumb listen if you want to get your point across to someone no matter what it is whether it's like laws or you have the problem with mandates don't go into someone's private business and harass them 
That's yeah. basically what that video was. And yeah. it's like, you may have, you may actually be correct, right? You may have. Yeah, I think the, they are correct. Sure. You may have the answer to life itself. Yeah. But if you go into a business or you go, it's like, this just makes sense because you're probably not going to be able to get into someone's home easily. But mm -hmm. if you go into someone's like business and you're being belligerent and preachy at them and they're like, get out, get out of my store, leave. Yeah. In fact, don't go there in the first place. And if you if you are intentionally filming something on your way into it, it's like you have bad intentions from the beginning. David, let me blow your mind with the something. The right doesn't like cancel culture. It's like get out of here. David, let me blow your mind with Sorry, something. If you don't <laughs> like something a video a video a company is doing, guess what you can do? Not buy anything from yeah. them. Support other companies, start your own That's companies. That's probably the best thing you can do. What this just and, what it, again, and, and they may even be right in a situation and defending themselves, or they could be wrong, not getting into all that. Uh, but it's like you said, if they, you're going in there with a video to purposefully right. cause a uh, point of conflict because they were upset with the mass mandate and this particular store refused to serve anyone, serve anyone who doesn't have a mask on. Um, the best thing that you can do is don't go there and don't yeah. give them your money. And it's, it's, it makes it almost worse because it's a cookie store. <laughs> Fight for the cookie. Yeah. It's just, it's so dumb, man. It's like, I can't, I, I don't care what the reasoning. I don't care how right you are. It's like that. As much as I don't want to necessarily associate with people who just mindlessly go along with everything that's going on, mm -hmm. I don't want to be a to part. Force things like like that. Yes, I also don't want to associate with the people who will voluntarily walk into a place like that in order to cause just to a be a jerk. Yeah, absolutely. just to be a jerk. Yeah, and that's all that that, that that really comes down to. Speaking of people who like the fight for the cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just we had this little clip about um, President Trump and the uh, the holy poke, the jab, Hang on, the yami. David, when you say President Trump's name, you put your hand over your heart. Oh, my bad. Whoops. Guess I just don't have one. It's fine. <laughs> Here we go. Because everybody, if you remember, Ari, everybody wanted to get the shot. Now, I'm very proud everybody. of the fact that I got a vaccine, everybody. actually three vaccines and great therapeutics to regenerate, et cetera. <laughs> three but we got three more than anyone great else <laughs> vaccines done in less than nine months. They said it would take at least five years and it wouldn't be successful. And this was tremendously successful. But if you remember when I was there, we were doing a lot. We were doing a million one a day. And, you know, we and we had a very small ramp up. I used the military. They were doing a fantastic job. The the incredible thing is we didn't have mandates. Everybody wanted to take the vaccine mm -hmm. because I think they trusted me or something. It has to do with trust of Biden. And now you see all of these people that don't want to take it. So many people. And you have the mandate situation. We didn't have a mandate because people were rushing to take it. It's very interesting. And I think it's a lack of trust in the current administration. I agree with you, especially because they're the ones who sowed the distrust. We had no. I'm oh, sorry. Of course, that guy I agrees with, with him, too. Uh, yeah. Because I'm a stand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite president. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I just can't help it. It's like, oh, no. my gosh. It's just as bad when the right does it as when the left does it to Biden. Oh, it it's is. just like, <laughs> what else do you have to say, sir? Come on, man. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Everyone would have taken it. And this is what this is. The one thing that concerns I me. You. I, and I think it's true is that if he was still president, 
um, and we were kind of in a similar situation with him in charge as Biden in charge, the role seemed like they would be totally. I would be. I I feel like I would probably be fighting all of my Republican friends to be like, you're missing the point, right? I, I would rather have that because at least the corporate press would be against him, and you know, yeah, there's the big this big hoorah. But what we should have played after this clip was all the rallies where Trump mentions the vaccine. Uh, I know. Well, and I getting it, he gets booed. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, people trust him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah, it is a good point, you. though. Yeah, it's like, oh, people trusted me. It, it, but it's he leaves out, you're right, the fact that every time he's done a rally and he started talking about the vaccine, people boo him. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're right. But again, part of that has probably more to do with Biden in the direction because he's the one who is seemingly yeah. forcing it rather than it being from Trump. Yeah, and that's where Trump is trying to shift the narrative to, right? That's exactly. the narrative control is that has to correlate to Biden's trust, which I do think that's a factor in it. Oh, and you mandate something. Is. Nobody trusts you know, Biden. Or yeah. I, he's, I saw today Ron Paul uh, in, a, in a video he put out today was talking about how um, his uh, approval ratings at like a 39%. Dude, um, or trust rating lower, or something like that. I think it's lower than that. I think it's 19%. And I think Kamala Harris's was lower. I'm like, I didn't know you could get lower than that. Yeah, that's just the one that I saw from that video today. It's a, it's a source. Her less. Yeah, it's a source that I trust. Um, anyway. Oh, okay. So we're on to the main topic. We got yeah. about 10-ish minutes to talk about this. Um, That's fine. That I, should I'm be let, enough. We don't have to do like a deep yeah, dive into it. Yeah. I'm going to let you take point while I kind of set this up a little bit. Just kind of give a brief summary of what's been going on with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm going to play a, a couple pieces from this interview um, just to give people kind of an idea of his perspective. And then I want to play... Um, Part of a clip from ESPN and then another clip from some uh, out of touch boomer. Um, and then we'll uh, we'll close the show. All right. So Aaron Rodgers uh, catches chocolate cake 19. Um, just you can call that. Why do you keep calling it chocolate cake? I just like calling it, you know, code names. I like the dog whistles <laughs> like, you know, you, that is literally you is your dog whistle for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's other people who call it that. Okay, well. Um, but uh, no, so he got COVID and uh, was going to be out of game. And then kind of like after a few days, it was reported. So, some uh, journalists reported that he, he was unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. Then he went on the Pat McAfee show to clear it up. And he had had a previous COVID infection. And he was immunized. And, and um, uh, the... Uh, corporate press got pissed because he didn't take the holy poke. Um, and that's pretty much. Um, Pat pretty McAfee much has a nice, he has a nice mic. He does have a nice mic. He has a great setup. It, you didn't, you didn't, have you seen his mic in this video? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's the same it one is. that we use. <laughs> we have. That's what I was saying. Yep. And then AJ too. Oh, he's got he's so, got one of those sure so AJ, mics. So just he's, got to let know. he's got that YouTube mic. <laughs> yes, just to let everyone know who is uh, watching this. Um, Pat McAfee's in the glasses. In the middle is Aaron Rodgers with the beanie, and then uh, on the right is AJ Hawk with the A on his chest. AJ Hawk and Aaron Rodgers were teammates at for the Green Bay Packers for a long time. Aaron Rodgers is still the quarterback for the Packers. Pat McAfee. Uh, is a 
Um, you could say sports analyst. Uh, he's not a journalist or anything like that. He's an analyst. And he used to be the punter for the Colts, and he was an all-pro punter, Hall of Famer kind of guy. He's great. I mean, I don't, you He's know great. me. I'm He's not. Hilarious. I'm not. A, I'm not a big sports guy. But after wa- like listening to this interview today, like, I I want to check out some more more of his stuff. It helps yeah. that we have the show too, so it's nice to have some other content to potentially like potentially look into. Um, so I'm just gonna play a couple clips from this, um, or or sections from this that I I kind of wrote down listening to it, um, and then uh, we can just get his side of the story. Hear what the the corporate press is saying about this whole situation, and then we'll close it out. Let's do it. Oh, oh, pause it. I'm sorry. So the other thing is, is that he didn't get the Holy Pope, but when he got COVID this time, he goes on to mention the how he took the drug that shall not be named that yeah. Joe Rogan took. Well, and everybody's um, everybody's mad at him because he called, He they asked him if he had gotten vaccinated and he says, I've been immunized. Um, and he used those words on, on purpose and now everyone's mm-hmm. essentially calling him a liar because yeah. they're saying he said he got uh, the poke when he didn't, and uh, they're he's not a liar. They're losing their minds about it. Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Because yeah, it's yeah, Aaron yeah. Rodgers. He's a huge figure. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, thank you, buddy. Um, good water, good water drink. It's gonna be. I, real, I realize I'm in the crosshairs of the woke mob right now. So before my final nail gets put in my cancel culture uh, casket, I think I'd like to set the record straight on so many of the uh, blatant lies that are out there about myself right now. Um, and I appreciate the opportunity to tell my side of the story on here. First of all, I didn't lie in the initial press conference. Uh, during that time, it was a very, uh, you know, witch hunt uh, that was going on across the league where everybody in the media was so concerned about who was vaccinated and who wasn't and what that meant and who was being selfish and who would talk about it and what it meant if they said it's a personal decision, they should, shouldn't have to disclose their own uh, medical information and whatnot. And at the time, my plan was to say that I've been immunized. Um, it wasn't uh, some sort of ruse or lie it was the truth and i'll get into the whole immunization in in a second but okay i'm gonna skip ahead to where he talks about the reason he didn't want to to get it okay game i put a lot of time and energy and research and met with a lot of different people in the medical field to get the most information about the vaccines before making a decision and in actuality it was pretty easy in, in the beginning to eliminate two of them and it didn't involve going into the questionable history of some of their uh, criminal activities and fraud cases or any of that stuff. Huh. It was simply the fact that I have uh, an allergy to an ingredient that's in the mRNA vaccines. So on the CDC's own website, it says, should you have an allergy to any of the ingredients, you should not get one of the mRNA vaccines. So those two are out already. So, Okay, so let's, let's pause there for a second. I've got two more sections. Uh, that I want to talk about where it kind of runs through NFL's rules. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, one where it kind of talks, he, he kind of talks about his reason, kind of his reasoning for not wanting to be uh, the face of all of this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything you wanted to add before I move into any of that? Um, anything that kind of stood out to you? No, I, th- I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers is someone uh, as you need to be in a position like him, very calculated with his words and purposeful and, and, and meaningful. Uh, 
you know, he, he used the term immunized, which is his complete right. And, and he was truthful in what he meant. Uh, it, it was also too, because as soon as he was to say, no, I haven't been vaxxed, people were going to come after him. So yeah. saying he immunized. Yeah. He mentioned the witch hunt, uh, which yeah. is very important. And, and I, I think, and, and we'll get into what the, some of these, ma- uh, excuse me, some of these corporate press people were saying, um, because they they throw some accusations, pretty harsh accusations at mm-hmm. him, um, without any willingness to take the time to understand his position. Yeah. Um. So let me play this next part. I think this should give us somewhat of an idea of uh, what the NFL was requiring and kind of hit where he was with all that. Um. And then I've got this one last thing, and then uh, I'll I play these other ones. We're gonna go lit. We're gonna end up a little over, but it's no big deal. I was fully aware of it. Uh, the NFL was fully aware of it. Turn uh, to the Packers, and it was at that point that I petitioned them to accept my immunization status uh, as under their vaccination protocol. Now, um, at the time, they had only had the the big three was what they're going to do, and if you weren't uh, in the vaccinated category, you were. Uh, you were in a different category, which involved uh, some draconian um, measures and protocols that you would have to adhere to, um, which, in my opinion, were not based on science. It were more based in a shame-based environment to try and get as many guys to get vaccinated as possible so that the league looks better uh, to the rest of the world. That was the focus um, of these you know, protocols, which I'll get into. Um, in, when I when I finish this diatribe here um, about the petition, so I petitioned the league. Uh, initially, they returned and said, "No, you'll be in the unvaccinated category." And I also said, "How come there's no exemptions for medical exemptions, uh, religious exemptions, pre-existing conditions?" And they basically said, "Look, those are all basically exempted, but you would be put in the non-vaccinated category." Uh, I'll get into what that meant from a scheduling standpoint shortly, but uh, there wasn't any way of getting around that in their mind. So, all right, I think it, 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 for the most part, you get the idea. Right. Um, he um, tried to do everything that he could because he had and his NFL personal, no. yeah, had personal reasons, and then they were still going to not count him as in an immunized category to let him yeah. freely play. Um, he has, to, and you can, you guys can go back and listen to the whole interview. I think I mm-hmm. put it in the show notes. Um, there's a lot to, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of different things that were going yeah. on. So let me say something. Yeah, of course. The NFL doesn't care about you. <laughs> no, the NFL doesn't care about you. They care about making their money. Biggest, their biggest advertiser. Exactly. They care about making money. Their biggest advertiser is, um, alcohol, right? Uh, they the irony um, the irony in that too because of that that one guy who recently got in a in a car wreck killed yep. killed a woman and his and her dog. They don't care about women, care less. No, they don't care. The only thing they care about is making money. I could go into all the reasons why I just said everything I did, but to, just to keep this short and simple, they don't care about you. They don't care about your health. They don't care about their players' health. I mean, we all know that. That's you know all how long they sat on knowing about concussions and their effects and everything. So without going into everything because we're short in time, NFL doesn't care about you, nor do they care about their players. They only care about the dollar. Nope. All right. So here it was, I think this is one of the only questions that Pat asked him. Um, and it kind of has to do with the, being the face of this whole thing. So 
Oh, you take notes there, which is beautiful. Am I getting it right that you didn't want to be one of the faces of like the anti-vax community? So whenever people said that you slyly and misled, and that was in the middle of a different time than we're currently in, uh, it feels like the way you were talking is you didn't want to become a poster boy, the MVP of the NFL, Aaron Rodgers. You weren't ready or didn't want to be the poster boy for an anti-vax community. And now have you just had to buy into it because there's a lot of there, every politics, sports world, everybody's talking about you right now this is basically all of 2020 and 2021 crashing down in on itself in one situation for a guy that's currently in green bay wisconsin have you now kind of bought into that and I, I your message was very clear like you should make your own personal decision which is what everybody said but is that why at the beginning you didn't want to be that person is that why you kind of did the immunized answer and if you would have got harped on it you would have followed up but you didn't want to get into that world is that why you chose that I really felt like at the time, there was a time and a place for sharing of, of information. It was such a witch hunt. They, they wanted to out and shame and denigrate every single person who didn't immediately say, oh, yeah, I got the, you know, Pfizer, I got the Moderna, whatever. I, I wanted it to go away. I mean, everyone in the squad knew I was not vaccinated. Everyone in the organization knew I wasn't vaccinated. I wasn't hiding it from anybody. I was trying to minimize and mitigate having to have this conversation that would go on and on. And, and and there were people in the media who somehow found out about it and, and been sitting on it for a couple months. Um, so it wasn't like this thing was just hidden until this week. Like people knew it and they sat on it. At some point I knew I was gonna have to discuss it. And you know, I was ready to discuss it, but the problem with this is it is so political and health should not be political. It shouldn't be that, you know, Trump endorsed ivermectin and HCQ and so take that shit off, it doesn't work, you know? I mean, in, in general, look at, I think we all should have been a little hesitant. When Trump in 2020 was championing these uh, vaccines that were coming so quick, what did the left say? And I'm talking about every member of the left. Don't trust the vaccine, don't get the vaccine, you're gonna die from the vaccine. And then what happened? Biden wins and everything flips. Shouldn't that initially give you a little bit of pause and go, hold on a second. Isn't this shit about health? All right. I'm going to end it there because, and like I said, there's so much. He's got a couple really good uh, statements uh, mm -hmm. in there as well um, in that in that interview. Uh, just about, so, he, he's like, I don't care about either of these sides. He's like, it has nothing to yeah. do with these people. Um, he doesn't care which about is really nice. Democrat, Republican, none of that. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to be the face of either one. Uh, but as we know, good old uh, Terry Bradshaw, who we all know. Oh, wait, wait. I got one more. I got you're getting you're jumping ahead. I got one more before ahead. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude. Go we ahead. got we we gotta talk about Steven Stephen A's got a little uh <laughs> who oh, is, dude, okay. it's so funny. I am not you know me, I am not a sports person. Stephen yeah. A has been put on my radar over the last month. I can't stand this guy. <laughs> dude, that's pretty much everyone. Him and Skip Bayless, nobody nobody really likes. <laughs> so so this is him. He's with his panel. And and you guys, again, this is in the show notes. You can go watch the whole thing if you want. I'm only going to play the first like minute or so because um, mm -hmm. he just has to rant about about this. And, you know, he it's essentially dog whistling and just, um, you know, puffing your chest out to be like, and it's yeah. it's really annoying. But uh, this is the corporate press and you guys need to hear from what they're saying and understand how much they hate you if you have a different opinion. How bad does Aaron Rodgers look this morning? Well, we all know where I stand with Aaron Rodgers. I'm the one that coined the phrase, he's a bad man, because he is. Um, I think as a talent, 
uh, one could easily say he's the greatest talent um, at the position. I know this. This is one of the hardest days I've ever had because I got that much love for this brother as a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers looks very bad today for all the wrong reasons. Aaron Rodgers is a liar. Period. He lied. Okay, so that's that's his position. David, <laughs> I am astonished that Stephen A. and you know all the sports worlds take such strong stances, yet you know over Aaron Rodgers not taking the holy poke yet a wide receiver, an unfortunate incident, a wide receiver, twenty two years old Henry Ruggs for the Raiders, first round draft pick. Uh, uh, breakout year this year. Uh, Drivers under the influence, uh, 156 <laughs> miles an hour, creams into uh, back of a Toyota and kills the driver, her dog, and injures his girlfriend. Yeah. They're silent on other domestic abuse incidences. They're silent among many other things. So... Yeah, it's just, again, yet it, this, this is the kind of thing that just serves the hypocrisy of yeah, it all. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, you know, it's nothing that's new to us. This is really just to <laughs> and continue I'm, I'm to show. Glad you, yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, I, I was going to say, this is just to continue to show that yeah. these people have an agenda, something that's, like, very specific. And yep. the same reason with, like, schools or anything else that we, we talk about, it's like, why are you giving your money to people who hate you, right? Yeah. And, and that, sorry, last thing. Eric July keeps talking about this, and this is something I'm having to get across to, like, friends and family, too, because Mm -hmm. it's, like, every incident that happens, everyone wants to jump the gun and be like, well, we need to cancel this. We need to get rid of this, right? And I'm like, okay, let's let's calm down for a second, right? Um, You know, there was an incident with, like, AT&T where they were um, teaching certain... you could say CRT or intersectional things to mm-hmm. new employees in their handbooks. But it's one of those things that's like, hold on, we can't just get rid of our internet. It's like, we we actually have to have that. So like, let's put that in the 49% category. It's, it, we can admit that it's wrong and you and I could do stories on these things. Um, but we can't just get rid of this, right? Right. Not buying Nikes, easy. Easy enough. That goes in the 51% category. Everyone has to kind of pick and choose, right? It's like just get to 51% of the things that you are supporting. Do not come from things that hate you or go against your your poor, your personal morals and values, mm-hmm. right? Let's get there and then see what else we can work on. Yep. Or, you know, again, Coke did the same thing and don't buy Coke products. Yes. You know, yeah. like just things like that. I'm glad you got this next video up of Terry Bradshaw's, you know, Slamming Aaron Sl- Rodgers, slam. Slam. body <laughs> slamming, uh, and because I, I I got a a main point I want to make on this. All right, and then we'll we'll, we'll let you make your main point, and then we're closing out. All right. Yeah, I, one, I give Aaron Rodgers some advice. It would have been nice if he'd have just no come one to the Naval it. Academy yeah. and mm-hmm. learn how to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. You should go to seminary school and learn your Bible. Learn, <laughs> learn not to lie. Because that's what you did. He's a Christian just for anyone who doesn't know he lies all the time. What you were doing was taking stuff that would keep you from getting COVID-19. You got COVID-19. Ivermectin is a cattle dewormer. Sorry, folks. That's what it is. Don't you preach the prosperity gospel? We are a divided nation politically. (laughs) We're a divided nation on the COVID-19, whether or not to take the vaccine. And unfortunately, we've got players that 
pretty much think only about themselves, and I'm extremely disappointed in the actions of Aaron Rodgers. All right. Oh, man, he must have been looking in the mirror when he said that. Um, so <laughs> for those who don't know, Terry Bradshaw is a Christian. And, David, do you remember when we were at um, uh, our church back home and when we went where we went to college? Back and home? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess uh, I should say back, back in college, the church we went to. Yeah. And uh, in their building, FCA hosted uh, oh, that event and had the Lord. guy from the cult, the chaplain yeah. and everything. Um, the one that we walked out of. Yeah, the there one was like that we some point I was of. like, bro, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, Terry Bradshaw. That's uh, Christian wise. That's his beliefs from the last I heard. Now, I haven't heard from him in a long time. But the last I checked, man, he could have changed, and I hope that he has. But if he still has that same viewpoint of the Bible, this prosperity-centered nature, what can God do for me? Mm-hmm. He's more selfish than Aaron Rodgers is. Right. Well, or at least as selfish, right? Not to, as he's claiming, like not saying that I agree with him, but in his viewpoint, in his mind, what he's saying Aaron Rodgers is a liar, selfish. He himself is also those things. Right, right. It's calling the kettle, so, kettle black or whatever. Yeah. So here's the thing. He says that the ivermectin kettle, is, yeah, ca- is, is a cattle dewormer. And this is the same thing, the same problem that uh, Joe Rogan called CNN out on and that everyone who has a reasonable mind has. Guess what? Dogs use penicillin. Dogs use anti-inflammatory medication. I give my, I give my humans do. Yeah, I give my dog um like uh allergy stuff occasionally. That's like Benadryl. Like dogs get Benadryl. Benadryl. Uh, uh, Xanax. They also take that. CBD. Uh, Penicillin. So so many different things, right? (laughs) And it's like me walking up to someone drinking water, and I and I'm saying, why are you drinking? Uh, dog hydration. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. There's the title for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So it's a statement that doesn't fit the context. Ivermectin, the drug that shall not be named, I'm sorry, the no, drug that shall not be named can be used. And I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Yeah, it's so dumb. You're right. It's the same thing that... Uh, I don't want to get kicked off YouTube. <laughs> it's fine. I still haven't started putting this political stuff back okay. up there yet because I've been nervous about it. Um, yeah. yeah it's no, this... that's probably the right... That's, that's the right way to go. So, yeah. yeah. So, ivermectin uh, is shown looking that, that, you know, there's some promising it's chance not, that it's, it's not beneficial. Being used, it's not being used alone. Monoclonal antibodies. Yeah. Uh, it's. I think it's used with uh, hydroxychloroquine. Um and vitamin D, intravenous vitamin, vitamin D, D and vitamin, vitamin C, C, zinc. So, so yeah. And again, uh, and Aaron Rodgers mentioned this in that interview, but he's like, no one's talking about working out. No one's talking about eating better, right? Yeah. All that, all that it is, is it's like, oh, please, Lord Fauci, or please, government, please, daddy government, heal us, make us better. Cleanse us no, of David, our evil COVID in righteousness. The Democrats are in office, so it's please mommy government. Oh, she, <laughs> she, she government. She government. She government. The she covery. Yeah, the she covery. Please, <laughs> she cover us from our, our sheens. I don't know. All right. We're closing this episode out. Thank you guys for listening to episode 44 of The Underground. Um, we will be back on Thursday with our... Uh, more culture entertainment type episode 
Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the Eternals, which Joseph and I are both very excited to be sharing our our thoughts with you guys. And then, uh, in honor of November fifth that just passed, we are going to be talking about Viva Vendetta uh, to counterbalance <laughs> the Eternals yes. as far as movies are concerned. Um, and then there's a little bit of news in there as well, but not not a whole lot for that. So uh, we'll be back on Thursday with that. Until then, take it easy. Keep your dog safe from Fauci. Oh, I don't have it ready. Oh. Politics ruins everything. Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort so question as if you war shack. Horsemen force men and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it homes, it's that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blinders on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and lash to nonsense cause your mind is gone. I can't save every person in politics and it's bringing the worst out the very earth. And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed, but I can't sit back and lurk. I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose. And it's a beautiful thing too. Uh. Hold up. Yeah. Hey, hey. Looking at the technological advances. I used to be on dial up looking for answers. Now what? Underappreciating was candid. And 20 years later, we got computers that hand fit. Used to be playing Sega Genesis with bros. Now I'm gaming with some folks on the other side of the globe. Used to go through a label if you trying to blow. Now people got more options on the table, gotta post. Social media got us connected as ever on every medium. Should be more righteous and clever, but what we see in this communication is error and still the devious. Evil's immediate, tedious that you gotta be remediate. Cause idiots get heebie jeebies in the event that they don't agree with you. Try to ruin your whole life cause you say what they dislike. God forbid y'all disagree without a fight. The type of stuff that will clear up if you lighten up, Jack. Your trife is subject. Your life would right if you give up that. You're mad at nothing, not adding up when you're sad enough at a sad sack that gets aggravated. And now you pay it forward. Let people make your blood boil. Emotions firing like microwave foil or the oil. They annoy you. You add another snack for the wrong reasons. Election years now seeming like full blown seasons. Man, you let politics ruin, or rather, control. Your whole life, man, you're gonna be a miserable person. Straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy. And they hate their neighbors. <laughs>